0: Have you ever thought about how trust impacts progress for your organization and for the communities that you're in? That's what we're going to talk about. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. How do you communicate with your community when you have a message to get out there? How much trust quotient do you believe you have with your community? I can tell you when you lead a large community with a bunch of volunteers, your trust gets impacted greatly or it can be measured easily by the communications and how they are interpreted. So let's think about a couple scenarios here. Number one is somebody that you love and that you trust tells you to do something. Will you do it? Or will you ask them a lot of questions and try and figure out, hmm, I need to know this. I need to know this. I need to know this before I try it. That's, a, that's your trust quotient. That's how much trust that has been built in that relationship. I know if my dad told me to do something when I was a kid, I would definitely have done it because I trusted my dad. I trusted my brothers. I trusted my mom. And I trusted most of the community around me. So when people asked me to do things, I would do exactly what they said without asking questions. Now, what if my mom told me to do something and it didn't work out? How would my trust be the next time? It would be less generous. Then she tells me to do something again. It doesn't work out. How would my trust be that time? It'd be less generous. Basically, what's happening in your community is every time you reach out and you do something that that erodes the trust, or if you reach out in a community where there's less trust to start with, your risk is you are leaning into generosity if you don't give enough information around what's being said. Does this make sense? It's kind of a, a, for me, it's a newer concept, but it is starting to make sense for how this impacts your organization. So now I've talked about reach out to your mom. Now, if you reach out to your mom and every time you do what she tells you it works, the next time she tells you to do something else, are you going to do it or are you going to need a full explanation, full understanding of why you need to do it before you'll take that step? I would say you would do it. You wouldn't need that explanation. So, that's a, that, that's a version of trust that allows for a generous interpretation of what you're being told to. You, your mom doesn't have to explain everything about what she's telling you to do. She just needs to tell you to do it. And then you'll, and maybe how to do it, but she doesn't need to explain why because you have to trust her. If you think through an organization, in many cases, trust eventually continues to be breached. If people haven't delivered on promises, especially past promises, if you're a leader of one of those organizations, you have to realize where your trust quota is. Here's the thing if your trust is very high, you don't need to explain why. Does this make sense? If your trust is really high, you don't always need to explain why. However, on the flip side, if your trust is low, you must explain why before you go. This, this, this is kind of how it works, though, because if you were to think of going back to that mom story, if your mom told you to do something and you got hurt and then told you to do something else, you got hurt, told you to do something else, you got hurt. Your mom, the next time she tells you to do something, you'd be like, why do I need to do this? And she'd be like, well, it does this and that. Well, how does it do this and that? Well, this does this, and then that does that. Oh, okay, so that's how it does this and that, and this is why I need to do it. Well, are you sure? Now you're asking more questions. This is how trust works, though. It's natural. It can be built, and it can be eroded. How do you know it's being built? It's when you start to see positive feedback from outcomes of communications in your community. And how is it getting broken down? negative feedback saying that you didn't uphold the outcomes of your communication. The basics are if you come up with a plan and you put it in your community for feedback, you have to get it you have to get that feedback before and listen to that feedback and make adjustments from that feedback before you do your next thing. Every time you do that and you don't do anything about it, you're eroding trust. Then the next time you ask for feedback, you have to provide more background or else people don't believe what you're doing. It's, it's a concept that I'm still wrestling with, but I think it's incredibly important. So going back, if you're in a conversation and you really have to get the truth out, you have to look at how much trust quota you have. But as a general rule, the most important thing is you should always give a little bit of an explanation of why. Now, why do you do most things in your organization? Do you know the answer? It's usually to bring value to whatever community you serve. I wake up every day and remember who I serve. And I visualize the people in the community that I do serve. And I figure out ways I could best serve them. No matter what the community says, no matter what other people tell me, my job is to use my experience to serve them the best. Now, even if people know that my intent is good, if I don't execute on promises, I erode trust. So the best messaging is around why you need to do it, what you need to do, and then then a response saying, I heard your voice. Here's the adjustments, and here's why we're doing them. All focused on your clients. This cycle is really important. And just think through all of your communications in your community or in your team and just see how much your trust is, um, how generous the trust is in your community. Eventually, if you are a consistent leader and you hold to your values consistently, your trust gets higher and higher and higher, and your job will be easier and easier because you have to explain less and less, and people will do it. They might ask you good questions, but you don't have to convince them it's, it's what you have to do. They just might need some help to do it right. That's a different situation than trying to tell people or convince people that they just have to do it. Just think through your organization and think what your your quota is. Is it good? Is it bad? Why is it good? Why is it bad? But in all of your communications, make sure you, you legitimately tie it to the why and make sure that why relates to the mission or the community that you're trying to bring value to. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from Leading Lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.